all right welcome to podcast 10 talking about carbohydrates or carbs today finishing off our uh, series on macros so let's get straight into it let's talk about carbs chemically speaking uh, more scientific point of view carbs um, if you look at their fissure projections um, essentially what you see you see a carbon atom it'll have a hydrogen bonded to it and a hydroxyl or an oh group bonded to it um, so what this means is the term carbohydrate stands for carbo meaning carbon base hydrate you have h and an oh which equals h2o or hydrate so you get the term carbohydrate essentially um all sugars are carbohydrates but you have different types of sugars so you have your your monosaccharides which are typically molecular compounds things such as glucose which is blood sugar fructose fruit sugar galactose which is a kind of milk sugar you have your oligosaccharides which are typically one or more sometimes two typically they're just two of the monosaccharides put together so sucrose is your traditional table sugar um, which is a glucose molecule and a fructose molecule you have lactose which most of us know from milk which is milk sugar which is a galactose molecule and a glucose molecule and then you have maltose or malt sugar which is two glucose molecules uh, bound together through an alpha 1-4 bond all right then you have your polysaccharides these are your um, polymeric based sugars and you have starch which we see in plants you have cellulose another one that we see in plants and we have glycogen which is what you see in animals now the term glycogen is heard throughout uh, the fitness industry and essentially what glycogen is um, from a I'm trying to think of a good way to put it uh, essentially you have a protein that causes glucose molecules to pretty much fuse together and polymerize on themselves so instead of having sugar just freely flowing throughout the body um, you hear about glycogen being stored in the muscle and essentially your body taking your glucose or your blood sugar and storing it in the muscle so when you start to exercise um, your muscle has an immediate source of energy um, to to use to fuel obviously it's what it needs to actually contract now when you talk about uh, your different sugars or your different uh, carbs, one thing you hear about is a term you typically typically hear in the fitness industry is slow, slow digesting carbs or fi- fast digesting carbs. And this is referring to the rate in which these carbs are metabolized at. The, the more technical term that you hear is glycemic index. Um, so high GI or high glycemic index carbs are typically metabolized much faster and they provide energy quickly. So that's your, typically you see that as your very simple sugar. So um, you hear some, uh, which you'll see in a lot of these pre-workout, or post-workouts, excuse me, that have um, fast digesting carbs as well. So um, what this does is allows, once you deplete those, that glycogen store throughout the exercise, you wanna replenish that as fast as possible. And so people typically consume your, your fast uh, absorbing carbs. Uh, the other end, obviously, is your low glycemic index carbs, which are metabolized slowly, and they provide energy slowly over time. And this is where you typically see people, let's say for, they, I say the Marine Corps, we do our endurance runs. People will say they were carb load the night before. And what you do is you, you take in these complex carbs. So when you go for these long endurance runs, your body has uh, a source of energy um, 
that can pretty much be trickled into, you know, to, to provide energy to you. Um, so when you look at your simple cars, your candies, your cakes, etc., your complex cars are typically things such as your rice, potatoes, and your breads. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about the purpose of carbs. So carbs pretty much serve as the body's primary and most readily um, available source of energy. Um, like I mentioned earlier, they're stored in the muscle as glycogen, um, which your muscles use during your very intense or uh, your very intense weight training or very intense training sessions. Um, I'll go a little bit into energy systems uh, in, a, in a further future uh, podcast, but um, also glucose, like I mentioned earlier, which is your blood sugar, serves the main source of energy uh, that supports the function of your brain. Um, also, uh, glucose is broken down through the process of glycolysis, which I, I'm pretty sure I talked about previously. Um, also known as the TCA cycle, a tricarboxylic acid cycle, Krebs cycle, uh, and essentially is your body taking the glucose molecule and through numerous steps, numerous enzymes, you pretty much break down glucose to generate ATP and lactate, which lactic acid. And of course, we know ATP is the energy currency of the body. So the, glyco uh, the glycolysis process is considered catabolic uh, because you take a molecule and you break it down to smaller molecules. The opposite end of this, which is maybe kind of out of the scope of this, is gluconeogenesis, in which your body regenerates glucose from smaller molecules. And so some of the uh, diabetic um, medicines, they are typically gluconeogenesis inhibitors because you don't want the body to create more glucose if you have an abundance of glucose. So just something to keep in mind um, when you watch those commercials, kind of off topic. Um, so let's talk about the benefits of carbs, right? So if you're lifting weights, doing type any type of resistance training, um, carbs, um, yeah, they're a must. Uh, I would say the experience I've seen, people that do keto that try to lift heavy weights. Can you do it? Yes, you can overcome that mentally. You can overcome that. But for those that do keto, man, they... They have a hard time doing heavy weights, heavy resistance training, because again, um, if you're limiting your carb intake, um, your body need, that's not that's the most uh, readily available form of energy. And if you starve that, your body has to look other other places. Interestingly, carbs and protein have similar caloric values. So one gram of each gives you four uh, uh, calories. Um, but carbs are, are burnt before proteins because carbs are much easier to break down, chemically speaking as well. Um, and when you have carbs present, you prevent the body from using protein as energy. So if you look at the energy, uh, uh, I guess, what, what macro goes first? Uh, yes, fat will go first. Yeah. But once your fat goes, then it's going to be between carbs and protein. If you don't have carbs and protein next, you heard a rap though. That's essentially what's happening. Your body's metabolizing protein because you're very low fat and you have no carbs. And we know rapto can, can be fatal um, if bad enough. And so again, when you think about uh, 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 chemically speaking, another thing that makes carbs quite interesting is that they can actually be burnt. Um, they can be oxidized and burnt without the presence of oxygen. And so this is known as what? Anaerobic exercise. And so the difference out between anaerobic and aerobic is what you're, what's, what's causing um, the oxidation. So um, anaerobic, your weight lifting, weight training. Um, again, you're burning, um, you're metabolizing carbs 
without breathing hard essentially and then of course aerobic which be would be i'm pretty sure it's called oxidative phosphorylation and that's when you're using oxygen instead um, so just keep that in mind so after workout you want to replenish the carbs um, in your body to prevent uh, your protein from being used as an energy source and notice again if you look at most post-workout supplements intra workouts that have like bcas and stuff that's a little bit different but most of your post-workout supplements have a sugar dextrose is the biggest one so the next time you look at a post-workout i'm pretty sure it's going to have a ton of carbs and it's probably going to be dextrose based maybe 20 grams um, for your post-workout last but not least let's talk about the harms of carbohydrates now we know too many carbs is not a good idea and we look at the condition of diabetes essentially it's an abundance of blood sugar um, and essentially what happens is that when you have an abundance of carbs in the blood uh, the blood begins to thicken actually and it creates poor circulation so that's why um, people some people that have diabetes you see they typically lose sometimes not typically but sometimes they lose a limb and it's always like a hand or a foot and then even sometimes the eyes, they lose their eyesight um, because the blood is too thick uh, to circulate through the eye. So um, just keep that in mind, that, that's where that, that comes from. And that's why when you look at uh, most of these commercials for uh, uh, like diabetes, right? They'll have the medicine, but what's the, what does it say in the fine print at the bottom of the screen? Diet and exercise. And exercise is perfect because we know the muscle uses glucose for energy. So if you exercise, you can essentially decrease your, the excessive blood sugar. And that alone can, you know, reduce um, the, di the diabetes. So you, do you need medicine? No, you can just exercise and, and diet to get around that. Also, that sometimes you can have too low uh, of a blood sugar. And you've seen people that sometimes they're diabetic or in their blood sugar is too low they'll, they'll reach for something very sugar like a sugary drink or something like that and what you'll typically see is that when that blood sugar is low you start seeing excessive fatigue they look tired lethargic um, some people can even even collapse um, from the low blood sugar so these are just things to keep in mind when you think about carbs you talk about carbs um, I, I haven't seen anyone kind of break it down like this so I thought I want to bring that to you so that really kind of rounds out the series on our macros we talked about protein talked about fats and today was carbs so i think the next um, one we want to talk about um, we're going to do energy systems and that'll kind of help with the carbohydrates as well but one thing um i thought was interesting that let's say you're going to run i'm not a runner i hate running but typically when you're going to run there's a point in the run where you don't you kind of like what happens your body transitions from one energy mechanism to another but when you feel it it you feel terrible and then once after after feeling terrible for a little bit you just feel fine again and that's that transition so we're going to talk about that and why that's important not only for the runner um but also for the lifter as well so just stay tuned uh thank you for sticking with me um i've been seeing the statistics uh, people have been watching the, some of the previous podcasts so i really appreciate it um and so yeah i'll try to keep the content coming and uh, be a little bit more um, consistent with my timing. Appreciate it. Y'all take care.